Women's History Month on the Brew Deck Podcast. I am your host this month, Heather Jared. Last episode, we got together with some members of the Pink Boots Society and Yakima Chief Hops to celebrate Pink Boots Collaboration Brew Day. If you missed it, make sure to go back and give that a listen. And today we're continuing on with the fun and talking about some of those finished brews. So today I'm going to be joined by some very talented brewers from Boomstick Brewing, Motorworks Brewing, Born Brewing, and Ivanhoe Park Brewing. So let's dive right in. I am now being joined by uh, my co-host for this episode, Brittany Drennan, our sales representative for the Gulf Coast. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for helping me out with co-hosting duties this month. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And we are very excited to have Mel Gielen. Did I do it right? You did. (laughs) From Boomstick Brewing in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland. Welcome, Mel. Thank you. It's, It's great to talk to you guys. Yeah, we finally got somebody from Newfoundland on the podcast. That's pretty exciting. (laughs) (laughs) As the token Canadian of the podcast group, I'm really excited to bring in some East Coast Canada (laughs) to the mix. I'm happy to represent it. It's great. So we just, yeah, wanted to chat International Women's Day Brews. And I know you've uh, already made your beer. Can you tell us a little bit about what you made? Sure. Yes. We, uh, so we brewed yesterday and we brew on a 15 barrel batch system. So we made a first go at a, a sour saison, which I've done, I've done two pilot patches so far. So this was our first go at the 15 barrel. So as with anything new, like there's always going to be little tweaks that we'll do later in the recipe, but so far everything kind of like lined up how we wanted it, which was really cool. So it's our first time actually using Philly sour yeast, which is actually too exciting as well so oh, nice. um, yeah so I know that I'm not sure if many brewers are using it yet but like I was pretty excited to to give it a try so I was literally just emailing with a brewer about it so yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely becoming more and more popular and it's, it's a really really cool product as well yeah for sure awesome so what was the inspiration for this initially we just wanted like Sours beers are very popular in Newfoundland. So we're kind of opening up to more varieties of sours. There's a lot of fruited sours. So going this route, we're going to try something a little different than other people are doing. And then the inspiration, I guess it kind of just landed in line with Women's Day happening since we've not been able to do anything because of COVID. We had plans two years ago, everything fell through and we've not been able to do anything since. So it just kind of lined up that we had a new beer ready. We're like, this would be perfect. Let's do it. Like we were ready and the timing worked out. So it's more of a serendipitous, I guess, that things kind of lined up for this beer. So it was, it is inspired also, like it's my recipe, the kind of the, the name and the artwork on the can, I guess would be more in the feminine side of it as well. Uh, we're going with, uh, I don't know if I should tell, but it's really cool. I'm excited about it. But we're doing like a, a quilt series, kind of different quilts on uh, several cans. So we'll ha- the cans won't all be the same. We'll just have different quilts going on each can. And the name is Patchwork. So I was like, that's perfect for Women's Day. Oh, in my I love mind. that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the beer will probably be released by the time this podcast is released. So I think it's okay to, to drop yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so it'll be, yeah. So yes, it should be ready by then. By I think early April. So Yeah. 
Are you doing any like special like events for the release or anything like that? We we haven't planned anything. My plan is to for sure get some beer to the women that came and brewed with me yesterday. So Absolutely. that's on the docket. Um, as for releases, sometimes we'll do, we'll of course have in our tap room. We kind of, you know, announce it that way. And we will, we'll make note, like announce like, yes, this was made by, for International Women's Day. And we brewed with the, they're called the Beer Brunettes. And they are two women from Cape Breton Island, which is where I'm from. So they came over to Newfoundland and got their first experience on our 15 barrel system. So they're super excited and we had a great time. So there's two of them and myself. And then we have our two other guys that work in the brewery and they were there. We all had a great time yesterday doing that. In terms of a planned event, nothing, but you never know what could happen because it's it's Newfoundland. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to Cape Breton there. That's uh... Oh my God. Yeah, I had to throw that. I love it. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the women that came to brew with you. You kind of let me know a little bit about them. I think it's super interesting. Some avid home brewers. So I met one of the women in July. They were here visiting and she was super, super excited. And she was asking the servers in tap room, lots of questions about the brewery and so much that they asked if she, I could come out and and meet her and talk to her. So it kind of went from there. So I brought her in and they, she was telling me about the beer brunettes and they they have a brew shed in their backyard so they're their neighbors and best friends so they share the brew shed um, so it's basically just a mini they have their own little mini brewery going on in there it was super cool so she they brew on the grandfather and i also use a grandfather in our brewery for our pilot batches we just had that in common as well so their enthusiasm just inspired me i was like oh my god like this would be amazing if you guys could come and brew with us and they just lost their minds and said, yes, we have to come to you. So finally, after COVID restrictions were lifted, they were able to come over. And once again, all this worked out leading in towards, you know, International Women's Day where they were here and it just lined up very nicely for that. So yeah, it was great. Wicked. Yeah. How did you get into brewing? Did it start Uh, with home brewing for you? It did. Yes. It also started, I was actually living in Alberta, my husband and I, and I'd heard about, they started a brewing program in Olds. So at Olds College. So that was, I was ready for a change. I was working in tourism and like the outdoor industry. And I was just in that mind frame of like, I need to do something new. I'm ready. And when I heard about the program, I was like, oh my God, this really sounds like me. But then like I said, we were into homebrewing before, just kind of like basic, like your extract kits, that kind of thing. But then we started getting into more of like the all grain brewing and such, just so I could get a feel for it. And I did, I got accepted to the program and that was in 2014. So from there, I've always, I've been home brewing at home. I was lucky when I first started, I had a chance to go into a brewery in Cape Breton with a friend of mine. And he let me like, they had a five barrel system. So I just loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I love the creativity and I I like to work. Yeah. It's not easy work. <laughs> no, it's not. So I was like, I know I can do this. Like it's not, it just feels natural. So it was, yeah, it was an, it was an easy choice. So that's the long story short of it all, I guess. <laughs> <for you. laughs> yeah. 
Well, also shout out to the old college program that amazing uh, brewers out there. I just moved from Calgary. So, you know, I've had a lot of yeah. interaction with that. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's that was, program. it was actually where, well, when I, I was, when I started, it was the second year of the program. And at that time, there were only six women total and between both uh, classes. So we did our first women's brew together. So that was, that was my first international women's brew. It was like the 2014. So that was, that was pretty special. Or 15, sorry. Yeah. Any advice you would give to women or little Mel back in the day about getting into (laughs) brewing? I would say whatever you come up against in the industry, just keep trying. Like it's, it's not, it's not easy. There's a lot of competition. The internet has a lot of opinions as well. And no matter what, no matter what, what, just, just keep, just keep trying and like following your, your gut. Like if it's feels right for you, you'll, you'll find where you should be. Like I, I definitely, it's been a journey that led me to Newfoundland and I found the right people and it's just kind of worked out without me really knowing like it it was yeah so if you love something just keep doing it no matter what and and see where it takes you and that's kind of what I told the girls I was with yesterday because they they are getting involved with like a homebrew store where they're doing like unboxing videos and and how to's like they so like this is kind of expanding for them so I was like you never know where it's going to take you like whatever whatever you choose then just keep brewing your beer and and loving it and you'll find the people that will be into it just as much as you so yeah that's amazing advice (laughs) (laughs) i think too like the women in this industry because we're so outnumbered everyone's just so Mm -hmm. super supportive that when you Mm -hmm. find that group of people it's like always your crew you know and you'll support each other and really just lift each other up and then you know opportunities come your way and it's just I think it's a it's really special I totally agree with that yeah definitely loving the support do you have a pink boots chapter in Newfoundland no I think you're just you just included in there our we have a Canadian wide chapter oh okay (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I don't think it's it's not as big here I don't think like maybe maybe it is now but like we don't I know there are some breweries that do like the pink boots blend like with their their hop additions mm-hmm. so since we haven't been able to get together in Newfoundland I'm not really sure how how it works for us there actually are quite a few women in brewers in Newfoundland which is pretty great we just haven't been able to get together yet so hopefully that yes. happens <laughs> we're getting there yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, our Pink Boots chapter in Canada really, I mean, on the previous episode, I had Natasha, who was the, the president on to kind of chat about it. And, you know, we kind of just got it fully up and they got it, sorry, fully up and running in 2020. So okay. we're still pretty, well, we're still pretty new on, uh, yeah. on the Pink Boots chapter side of things. And when you start something in the middle of COVID, it's a little bit yeah. more difficult, but yeah, yeah, here's hoping that, you know, we're able to do more of the pink boot stuff up here now that we're starting to open up a little bit more and your, your island's opening up a little bit more. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, Newfoundland is actually an island. <laughs> it is. 
It's a big, beautiful one. And we, we are having a, a come home year is 2022. So we're welcoming everybody. Oh, the come home year. I <laughs> yeah. about come home year. <laughs> Can you yeah. tell the people a little bit about come home year? Because I think oh my that's God. so fun. I, <laughs> I honestly, like, I, I haven't really experienced it. I'm just, like, seeing and hearing about it all, like, a lot. Like, I don't know exactly what activities, but, like, there's things that I guess will happen in every community. Like, they just, they're basically inviting any Newfoundlanders or anybody that wants to be a new here to come home. I can't tell you much about it yet because I don't really know what's going to happen, but we're pretty excited just because for the tourism aspect and just getting people, people are excited to just be able to come back. And yeah, our tap room, we're going to make a beer, hopefully like to kind of coincide with that. And yeah, it's just nice. It's a nice feeling. I'm excited for it. Oh, that'll be awesome. Can I also get you to maybe explain to people um, what getting yes. screeched in is? Because there'll probably be a lot of that if it's come home here. Yeah, I think I've heard like pubs and, and such are allowed to bring screeching in back. So that is, you become an official Newfoundlander. I think my experience was probably not the typical one, but usually you kiss a codfish and there's something you have to, you're, they swear you in. I don't know the words exactly, but basically saying you're going to be a Newfoundlander till the day you die. And then you do, you drink a, a shot of screech, which is, it's rum, but it's um, vegetable. <laughs> it is sold here in the NLCs and whatnot. So it's, it's not something that comes from some hidden area. <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, so I, I think it's really popular in some like pubs and stuff. They do it like people will actually, and yeah, they make you wear like a Southwester hat. The whole works. So Yeah. <laughs> I have done all of this when I went yeah. to Newfoundland. <laughs> a what kind of hat do you have to wear? A sou'wester hat. So it's a big yellow like rain hat that like comes down like over like the ears and it's floppy. So to kind of like, uh, like a bucket hat, <laughs> but it's like a it's a rain hat for when you're on the boats. Yeah, like a, something like a, a fishing captain, I guess, would wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm into this. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and then there's dancing and, and eating and beverages all around. So <laughs> that's amazing. So if anybody wants to go get screeched in, head to Newfoundland and make sure to yes. stop by Boomstick Brewing. Absolutely. Uh, in in the hi. summer by any chance? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That'll be... It'll be beautiful. Actually, summers are very beautiful here and fall. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, we do have lovely weather some some months of the year. (laughs) (laughs) The gorgeous, gorgeous uh, little area of the world. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Melanie. I really appreciate you coming on today and chatting with us. All things Women's Day Brew. And yeah, we're really excited to... Well, I'm excited to see what you come up with for uh, come home your beer because that's going to be oh, absolutely. Be good. <laughs> yeah, we have we have some good stuff coming out. So, yeah, come to our our brewery. There's also a hotel there, the Hue and Draw. We have everything right in one spot. It's wonderful. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. We are very excited to be joined by Amanda Maley, who is head brewer from Ivanhoe Park Brewing in Orlando, Florida. Amanda is also the head of the Pink Boots chapter in Florida as well. So thank you for joining us today, Amanda. 
Yeah, totally. Thank you for having me. So could you maybe just start us off with a little intro, kind of how you got to where you are? Yeah, a little bit about you. Yeah, so I joined the industry probably back in 2015. I got a job at a brewery in Orlando as a bartender. I was just really interested in working in the back. So I started back there washing kegs, cleaning drains on my days off. They eventually hired me. And then I was kind of doing both, like working in the brewery and the tap room. And then they officially brought me on in the brewery. Worked back there for a little bit. Garrett, um, the head brewer at the time, trained me as the assistant brewer. And then when he left to go open up his own brewery, I got promoted as head brewer there. So yeah, and then I was there for a bit. And then I've been with Ivanhoe Park Brewing since 2019. And wow. I've been a member of Pink Boots since 2017. Oh, that's awesome. So being the head of the Pink Boots chapter, what does that entail for you? So I was the co-chapter leader for the past two years, and I've been doing this for a year and a half, just kind of planning events, doing all the brew days, making sure everyone, because our chapter is the whole state, so it is kind of hard to make sure everyone feels, and not hard, but I just want to make sure everyone feels involved. Mm -hmm. So we do... My goal for the year was 20 brew days. We did 16 last year and we're already at 22. Blew it away. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, just planning like member socials, kind of like little get togethers in between our meetings. So very casual, just like networking, a good way to get other new members. It's definitely the most active chapter I've been a part of because I've been, I've been in San Diego chapter and Portland chapter, and this is definitely the most like active one I've definitely been in so it's it's pretty awesome can you tell us a little bit about the beer you're going to be brewing this year so this year for my pink boots collaboration brew day I'm probably going to do a new england ipa I feel like the hopland would uh work really well with that mm-hmm. so yeah I'm pretty excited about that I don't have a name picked out yet because I am horrible at that <laughs> I feel like that takes like a special person. Like I see some of the names, I'm like I would have never thought of that. Right. And then like, so last year I did wild child the year before that I did sad girls club. <laughs> and then I've done like six sad world. And they're like, girl, you okay. Stop doing such depressing names. <laughs> <laughs> so you need something really positive this year. Yeah, probably. Especially I just came out with a beer called cry baby for Valentine's day. <laughs> I love all of these. I think you're really good at it. It's well, just... thank you. <laughs> so what was it about like this particular hot blend that made you think New England? The hop that I really like in it is Laurel, which mm-hmm. is kind of funny. I think this will be the third year that Pink Boots has picked that for their brew or for their um their blend. So I guess everyone in Pink Boots loves Laurel. <laughs> but yeah, I just like the really citrus floral notes in it. So I feel like it'd be good in uh, New England. What did you brew last year? Uh, last year, I also did a New England. <laughs> I feel like it was, we had Kelly and um, Shanley on last, uh, the last episode we did from YCH kind of talking about the hot blend. And mm-hmm. they've said that you could really see the progression in beer styles and like yeah. the way that the trends go in beer styles with the way that the hot blends go. So definitely, I think we're in that tropical. Um, oh, totally, yeah. Said, yeah. I am trying to get someone to do a lager because I don't think the Florida chapter has ever done a collaboration brew day lager. And I love a lager, so going to go bug some people about that. Yeah. So when was your first Pink Boots brew? When was the f- first year you started participating in them? I guess my first one would be, let me do some math real quick. So this will be my fifth one. Okay. So do the subtraction on that. <laughs> <laughs> math day. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Any like really fun stories 
from your pink boots brews? I mean, the first year that I did it, we added strawberries to it. And I was like, I'm going to give all the girls like tasks to do members that don't brew that are like more on like the maybe in sales or on the tap room side, don't realize that there's a lot of downtime in brewing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll give them strawberries to process. And they busted it out in like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, well, now what do I do with them? <laughs> so I think they all just went and started drinking. And we had like, <laughs> it was February and we did like a stout month. So then I just have like 20 drunk girls running around. Nothing but Imperial stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make it, and they're like trying to get me to drink. And I was like, I have to like CIP when I'm done and like deal with chemicals. So I'm not going to do that. Safety first. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I hope you got to indulge in some a little bit later than that. Yeah. yeah. Then, sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one will do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in for some travel to come down for that. Yeah. See if that, see if I can make that work. Yeah. Any kind of cool events coming up with your pink boots chapter? Let's see. We got our next meeting for our spring meeting. We're going to be doing a dessert cheese and beer pairing. We have one of our members that has her own little company where she bakes with beer. So she'll be doing some special bakes and doing a little pairing with that. So that'll be fun. Francis, one of our members, she's actually on the Pink Boots National Board. She always does Female Brewfest in September. So that's always something that most of the members go to. Always my favorite beer fest. So, oh, Brittany, were you there last year? I was super bummed. I could not make it now. Well, this get the next one for sure. That's great. And do you typically do like a special release event when you release all the Pink Boots brews? Yeah. So my brewery usually does. And then like, so the way our chapter works, because we're so spread out, we try to do like one giant brew day that like a lot of members can go to, which is kind of hard now with like COVID. A lot of breweries want to keep it limited. In the past, like we did a big one at Cigar City called You Should Smile More. And I think (laughs) this will actually be the third year that they've brewed that one. So we're doing a release party for that, kind of like a release party, member social to get new members. And it's the night before our spring meeting. So people can like kind of make a weekend out of it in Tampa. So one other thing we've kind of been asking amongst the other women that have been coming on, if you could give any advice to women wanting to get into the industry, or if you could go back to BB Amanda before she got into the industry, is there <laughs> any advice you would you would give yourself? or women trying to make that leap? Honestly, I think, um, not trying to like give a plug, but joining Pink Boots, mm-hmm. especially like our chapter, we are so active and I feel like we're all really good friends. Like Allie that works at Seven Sun, she knows that if something happens, she can call me at 5 a.m. Like, cause she's done that before. Like, you know, she's kind of <laughs> upset about something or confused about something. Like, I don't know, just kind of like a nice solidarity, safe space. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times... Like if you ask, like, not like a guy's going to talk down to you, but you might just be more comfortable and. You're reaching out to other women in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's just really, really amazing about Pink Boots and all the Pink Boots events is it is an amazing networking event. Like you gain, you know, friends for one, but other, just other connections in the industry of people that you can rely on and ask questions to and, and, you know, reach out to when you need a hand with something. It's, it's a really awesome thing. Yeah, in our chapter, we're going to try to set up like a mentorship problem, kind of like program where people could say like, oh, I work at this brewery and I succeed in doing this. Or like, I, we're really good at making loggers. Like if you, you know, needs help or want to reach out to someone, you know, hit her up or 
So trying to get that going. Oh, I think that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Any other plugs you want to give us? Anything going on at the brewery that, you know, everybody should know about? I mean, come on down and have a crybaby with me. It's a uh, strawberry rhubarb goza because I'm salty about love. <laughs> get it, get it. Uh, I like it. <laughs> it was like our Valentine's Day beer. And they're like, really, girl? Really? Like, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it just makes me think of like the Johnny Depp movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Um, and I hope that your brew day goes really, really well. Yeah, everybody. Thanks so much. Thank you. We are now being joined by Betty Miha from a brewer from Motorworks Brewing in Bradenton, Florida. Welcome, Betty. Hi, thank you for having me. So let's maybe just kick off with how you got to be a brewer at Motorworks Brewing. Oh, yeah, I started, I was very involved in the industry. I lived in Miami before Florida and I wanted to get more involved. So I started bartending at an up-and-coming brewery, uh, Lincoln Beard. Then I wanted to get even more involved. So I asked to intern in the production side and they hired me right away because they needed help. So <laughs> I started <laughs> I started helping out the head brewer. Then I moved up to brewer. Then I wanted to be more even more involved in the industry i joined pink boots society florida the florida chapter then i moved to tampa because in tampa the number of breweries is bigger i think right now we're more than 60 breweries in the tampa bay area oh wow yes so (laughs) i was able to move in 2018 moved with my son and i got a job cigar city and where I worked in the cellar and then I moved to Bruin full-time there. And then I wanted a different change. So I moved, I started in Motorworks in last year in September. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So you haven't brewed your Pink Boots brew yet. You have that planned for it's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes, I'm doing it on the 25th. Perfect. Brittany, I think you're going to be joining on that one. I will be there. Yes, I'm there. Can you give us a little sneak peek into your recipe, what you plan on making, maybe a little bit on the process of how you plan on utilizing that awesome hot blend that they have this year? Yes. So I am brewing a dirty barrel cold IPA. I want to do something a little bit different, a little bit new. I have never done a cold IPA before and I tried them before and they're very drinkable, really crushable on the bitter side as an IPA. So that's what we're doing. And we're using all 44 pounds of the Pink Boots blend in it. Uh, some in the whirlpool and some in the dry hop. So what was it about this blend that kind of inspired that style? The blend is very citrus forward. It was going to go well with any, mostly IPAs. I didn't want to do just an IPA. So that's why I figured a cold IPA would be just a good twist on it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be great in this beer. So for the brew, so you both had said it's it's the Pink Boots Chapter Florida's collaboration day that you're going to be doing? Yeah, I'm with the Pink Boots uh, Florida Chapter. I'm the co-leader. So, but yeah, this is a, usually brew days are 
countrywide. Mm-hmm. So I'm just doing, and we have different breweries in Florida doing it. And I'm just one of them. Oh, awesome. Do you know how many women are going to be coming in for it? I think about 15 right now. I'm trying to recruit more. So if you want to travel. <laughs> I might. Don't Come tell me that's, that's, that's your second invitation to Florida. It, that's true. I'm putting this on to um, my boss. I'll see if she, she'll okay that, that trip for me. Because <laughs> I would probably not say no to a trip to Florida right now. There you go. We have really nice beaches. <laughs> I've seen we've we've Brittany Brittany sends us some pictures from time to time, so we can be we can be a little jealous <laughs> of the sunshine. So, how many Pink Roots brews have you done? I like guess this obviously not your first, but hosting this is gonna be my third one. I did two at the last brewery I worked at, a cigar city. I heard but that they do have... a big one. Was that yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I have participated in a lot of them. Yeah. Any really fun beers, like any particular favorite beers that have come out of these brew days? All of them are amazing. I believe the last one we did with Cigar City was a triple IPA. Mm, It was kind of like a statement that women don't drink, you know, how some people call those girly beers. (laughs) So we wanted to do something more impactful. (laughs) My favorite because beer definitely does not have gender. <laughs> just, yeah. a, just a reminder. That's actually really funny because one of my pink boots brews, I think it was my second or third one. And my, she's, I had a female friend who was a brewer and she reached out. She's like, we're doing a triple IPA. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. We all like the hops. <laughs> yeah. So why for you are these like this collaboration brew day important? Why do you, do you find the pink boots brew? society important like how has it kind of been, been impactful for you it has helped me network and mm-hmm. meet a lot of women that I look up to and they have made me feel more welcome to the industry and they're they have become one of my best friends and they have always pushed me to my goals harder than I would have done by myself Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That little inspiration behind you. Yes. <laughs> so it's something we've asked uh, all the other women that we've kind of been interviewing for this particular episode of the podcast is if you could give any advice to women that want to get into the industry, or if you could go back and give yourself some advice when you were first, you know, starting out or first interested in getting into the craft beer industry, what would you say? I always tell people that working, at least in production, it's a lot of hard work and just have to be ready for it. You have to know that it's, it's going to be hard work and, and join Pin Boots, contact any of us. Everybody's very welcoming. Even if you're not in the industry yet, we will help you. We'll try to, we will post about new job openings. We spread the word really easily. We are a big network, especially in Florida. And I'm pretty sure it's like that in other states too. You have a very active chapter down there. And Brittany was saying that's one of the most active chapters she's been involved in. We try to do a lot of member socials. And try to be very open and communicating. And right now we're trying to push, I think we're at about 20 something Pink Boots collabs this year. 
and we're trying to push it a little bit harder to get the word out. Yeah, absolutely. Are there, do you, like, is there a really strong female brewer presence in Florida? Is that, because obviously like I, I'm a member of the Pink Boots, Bre- Pink Boots Society in Canada, but I'm not a brewer. I just, you know, I do qualify to be a member of the society. Is there a really large female brewer population itself? And- I think it's growing, but we have members from every uh, part of the industry. Sales and sellers. And- yeah. There's yes. definitely some room for improvement on women brewers and, you know, promoting women into that role. I think it's a, a smaller percentage, but obviously we'd love to see that grow. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds yes, like you've got I, a lot of really great support there. So, <laughs> yes, I'm always trying to get uh, women in more involved, even if they don't want to, you know, work in production. There's marketing options, the sales, front of the house. There's different areas in the industry that you can be involved in. Yeah, absolutely. It's all encompassing. And it's like we've said in the past, last episode, we talked a lot with some Pink Boots board members in the Canadian chapter that it's not just beer. You know, we're really trying to reach out to women in all fermented beverage industries. So wine and cider and distilleries and stuff. Do you find you have a member base down there that is kind of encompassing like more distilleries or cideries? We are currently trying to get some more members in a distillery and cider areas. Mm -hmm. I don't remember right now if we have any at the moment. Any actual like release day plans for the, for your Pink Boots Brew? Any big events? Yes, we will be, I still don't know the date exactly of the release, but we're hoping to have like a big party at the brewery by members and non-members too, if they're interested, drink beer and just have a good time. The brewery has a really nice outdoor area. So I am very excited to just hang out there. Do you know what you're going to name the beer yet? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be called Don't Call Me Little Girl. I like it. <laughs> I think there's, awesome. an inside, there's an inside story behind that, but I won't make her tell it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Um, the marketing um, person can tell you the story behind yeah. it. <laughs> can we find that on social media? If, if it gets posted, we can, we can get that story <laughs> out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if so, obviously the day isn't quite planned yet for the, for the event. So do we just keep looking at the Pink Food Society of Florida chapter social media, as well as MotorWorks social media? And yes. Awesome. Yeah. The Pink Boots is Pink Boots uh, Society FL for Florida. And you can also follow MotorWorks uh, Brewing on Instagram. And my Instagram is Betty's underscore brew. Awesome. Any other cool things coming up this year for MotorWorks that we should be looking out for? I'm hoping we get to do more beers and I am trying to have a big, uh, a big group of women this year for the Pink Boots and I'm even inviting non-members, hoping to get them excited to join and maybe have more brews coming up. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your, I know it's probably an insanely busy day to chat with us. So thank you so much, Betty. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. 
All right. Now we are very excited to welcome two women from Born Brewing in Calgary, Alberta. Erin McQuitty, who is one of the founders of Born Brewing, and Chelsea Sievertson, who is a brewer there. Welcome. Thanks for having us. So, Erin, maybe we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about starting a brewery. We yeah, opened up, like you said, in 2018. And uh, the brewery tap room was definitely my partner's dream and sort of passion. I always loved craft beer, but never really aspired to work in the industry. And once we were open and running, we just very quickly recognized that one person could not run the business. So we made the decision to kind of bring me on as well. And I left my day job and I've been here ever since and loving it. It's I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything now. Amazing. And Chelsea, tell us a little bit about your journey that found you at Born Brewing. So I started in beer about five years ago. And I started just as a brand ambassador at Big Rock. At the time I was just looking to like kind of supplement my income a little bit. Didn't think too much of it. And then turns out I really liked beer and really enjoyed working in the industry. So after that, I worked at a co-op for a little bit. And I worked in the taproom at 88 Brewing for a little while. I worked in packaging at Last Fight. And then I ended up going to school for brewing, doing the Olds program. So finished that in the spring. I brewed at Annex for a little less than a year. And now I've been at Born for about a year. Oh, wonderful. So tell me a little bit about the beer that you have brewed for International Women's Day and kind of how you came up with the recipe. So we actually did two beers, but our main beer was Break the Bias. It is a hopped Belgian ale with blackcurrant and lime peel. So we had sent out a poll to everyone that was going to take part in the brew day just to kind of see what everyone wanted to brew. And it came back as like a 30, 30, 30 split. So like no direction whatsoever from that. <laughs> so Aaron and our taproom manager, Serena and I sat down and kind of all threw something into the hat. And this was kind of the hodgepodge beer that we came up with. That sounds awesome. So what about the hot blend kind of made you think this style? Super fruity, like mm-hmm. super fun that way. But then also it has these really interesting kind of like woody herbal notes that I thought would work really well with a Belgian beer. For sure. Yeah. It sounds actually quite delicious. So if you guys could just hold some for me until I get there, that'd be great. How many women did you have that come out to brew? We had just about just over 20 of us here on the brew day. Lots yeah. of folks stayed for the whole day and a few folks kind of came in and out. But uh, yeah, it was a really good representation of some of our peers and some of our vendors and some of our customers. And then just a few folks just kind of from our personal communities as well. That's wonderful. Yeah, we definitely had some, some Canada malting uh, representation there for the day too. So that's great. So Chelsea, you said this is your second beer that you've brewed for International Women's Day. Yeah. So the first Pink Boots beer that I did was at the college. So that was last year, I guess. And for that, we did a a session in New England, which was like a pretty chill, easy beer to get into. So that was definitely kind of my like warm up round for Pink Boots. And it was like... It was COVID too. Not that it isn't COVID now, but it was more COVID then. So we didn't have as many people and it was a little bit less like intimidating that way. But yeah, it was a good warm up. <laughs> <laughs> and this one just grew bigger. So you said you did brew two beers with the hot blend? Oh yeah, for this year. So then the other beer that we did was, well, I knew that we were going to have some hops left over. Mm-hmm. 
So I've really wanted to brew like an Italian pills for a while. So basically we did that except for with the Pink Boots blend. So called it a dry hopped pills instead. But yeah. Oh, awesome. It's been great. We've had, you know, a few other brewers on this episode and we talked to some other brewers in the last episode about Hobland. And I don't think anybody was making the same style of beer. So I think it's really, really interesting, you know, what can be done with these hot blends. I think everybody automatically assumes just make an IPA because you have a hot blend, but I think it's been great to see all the creativity that's really came out, come out of it. And I think that was like really fun about this year's blend too, is there was so like, it wasn't just fruity or just floral or whatever. There was so many different directions that it could be taken in, which is super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really nice blend. And it's really cool that you like get to do a brew with something that's so like, it's exclusive. You're not going to be able to get it again. It comes out once a year and that blend isn't going to be made again. So it's kind of neat that you get that opportunity to just work with it. Absolutely. Awesome. So, and you did a release day for it. You released the beers on International Women's Day. We did. Yeah. And we did a bit of a kind of like an industry night at our place on the 8th, which was really fun. And definitely one of like Chelsea's kind of ideas is that a lot of people would be brewing that day. So we could offer them a bit of like a space to come and celebrate after their brew day. So launched both beers on tap and the break the biases in cans on that day. And then we have kind of a big event day happening tomorrow as well to celebrate, kind of just keep the celebrations rolling. Oh, perfect. Is that at the brewery as well? Yeah, we're going to have the tap room obviously open and running and we'll have both of the pink boots beers available again tomorrow. And then we've opened up the space to a couple of local women owned businesses who don't actually have their own brick and mortar stores, but so they're going to come down and do a little bit of a pop-up and we're just kind of calling it like a bad <gasps> business your day. Oh, wow. Can you tell me a little bit about those, the vendors that'll be coming down there? Yeah, absolutely. Ugly Apparel Co., which is kind of locally owned and operated. And the owner makes some really awesome apparel. So she'll be down set up here selling kind of whatever she has on the go. And then we've got Busy Bee Boutique, who makes like handmade scrunchies and like different kind of like hair clips and things like that, that I've gotten to know at a few different markets that we've been at. And both businesses are, for the most part, on So they have kind of their virtual platform. So always nice to be able to take our taproom space and amplify some other locally owned businesses. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. One thing we've been asking everybody, all the women that we've interviewed, if you could give advice to other women that want to get into the industry, or if you could go back in time and give advice to your younger self before you got into the industry, what would you say? For me, I think... Advice that I give to people trying to get into the industry is just go to events and meet people. Like, especially now that restrictions are a little bit lessened and there's more stuff happening again. That's like the most valuable thing, I think. The more people that you know, the more like beers that you're drinking, the more people that you're talking to, the easier it is to kind of wiggle your way into things. And that's a lot of beer is wiggling your way into things. I think advice for younger me would be to just like insert myself into things a little bit more. And if someone or somewhere isn't giving me what I need to just move on and find that somewhere else. 
Absolutely. I don't know if I had to give someone some advice. I think it would be, don't be afraid to acknowledge what you don't know. And there's tons of room to grow and learn within this industry. And you don't have to know everything about everything to make a space for yourself. So don't be afraid, even if you feel like you don't know enough to go after that position or go after that job. If you have the passion, I would say anyone that I know in this industry or in any business I've worked with is will, will be willing to help you get to where you want to be. And yeah, advice for my younger self. Probably similar. Don't be afraid to learn on the go and just sort of accept what you don't know. I think that actually happens a lot. I think for myself, even I've I've been like, I'm not going to apply for that job or I'm not going to do that because I don't know this. But Mm -hmm. you can say that you don't know this and you can still learn how to do this. Yeah. So much of it can be taught to you. And if you have the passion and you're excited to be there, you're going to pick it up and learn it. Yeah, absolutely. Great advice. Well, thank you both for joining us. Uh, anything else like really cool coming down the pipe for Born Brewing that we should know about? We're turning four at the end of April. So we have a week's worth of festivities and uh, four new beers coming out. Oh, wow. Four already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels Wild. like yesterday. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I don't know, from a kind of like markety type events thing, that's what I got coming down. And I know Chelsea's got lots of fun recipes coming out here soon. Do you want to give anybody a sneak peek, Chelsea? Or we can keep that um, hush hush. For our birthday beers, we're going to do like an IPA four pack, but they're all very different. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Perfect. And we'll have all that will be posted on social media and all that fun stuff. Oh, yes, definitely. Perfect. So everybody go and follow Born Brewing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, I really appreciate you taking time. Thanks Thanks for having us. Having us, yeah. All this talk about the Pink Boots Hop Blend is a great reminder that now is the perfect time for hop contracting. Hop contracting is important because it enables growers to commit resources to new acreage of crops, and it assures a steady supply of quality hops at a fair price. If you want to learn a bit more about hop contracting, go back and listen to season one, episode four, titled All Things Hops. And if you have any questions or you're ready to get started with hop contracting, just make sure to reach out to your CMG sales rep. We have a couple of fun things coming up. First, our very own Tyler Scholes and Tim Roberts will be presenting on the 2021 Barley Crop at the Craft Beer Professionals Spring Virtual Conference on April 4th. This is a free conference, so make sure you don't miss it. Additionally, we are all counting down the days to the Craft Brewers Conference on May 2nd in Minneapolis. Only 38 more to go. Are you going to be there? Come visit us at booth 2818 and we can't wait to see you. That's all I've got for now. Thank you for joining us for Women's History Month. On the next episode, we're going to be taking a deep dive into Pale Ale Malt. Do you think you know everything about the pale? Think again. Cheers. Cheers.